Hello fellow foreigners, it's Emily, it's Peter, and we're not here discovering China, we're living in it. And we thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about what that means as we're closing in on almost our 400th video. We thought maybe we'll tell you what the hell we're doing. Which, I mean, we just kind of are starting to figure it out ourselves. <laughs> but we are, we're not really, we're, we're setting ourselves apart from everybody else. I think we have a distinctive voice. We're trying Strange to... Strange voice. <laughs> or totally normal, depending on who you are. Totally normal. I think we're doing something that... There's a lot of people out there that are... You're going to look up, I'm moving to China, I want to go to China. Like, there's plenty of good reasons why you want what you get out of a lot of YouTube stuff. Or podcasts, and it's a how-to, and we're totally not a how-to. If we do this right... At the end of every podcast, you every should be video, dumber. you should be dumber, <laughs> or at least have a lot more questions than you came in with. <laughs> and uh, because we're looking for a more philosophical, a more fun way to deal with this rather than, I mean, there's lots of great people out there that have like, you know, uh, how to get a bank card or how to, uh, you know, deal with your school or, and we talk about some of these things sometimes, but like, I mean, we try to stay away from stuff like politics, just well, to bad. us, living in China is just like that's where our life is. I was I was just thinking about this before we started. If like if we were still living in New York and doing something like this, we wouldn't like do a How to New York podcast. Although I'm sure someone does that. Oh, lots of people do it. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess what Casey Neistat <laughs> kind of is. Oh, okay. And like, it doesn't mean I don't have opinions about like the dairy farmers in upstate New York don't pay enough taxes so that the, the MTA doesn't have enough money to run the trains on time. Yeah. I have those opinions about New York, but that's not what I would choose. That's not the story I would choose to tell. And same, same for China. Yeah. Um, those aren't the stories I, I particularly care about. Yeah, that's not why we moved to China. Some and, to say you're wrong if you do care about them, but that's that's just yeah, not what I, we're I mean, we about. just don't have anything to say about, like, I don't know. Um, I mean, if there's passionately, we have something that just spills out because we can't not talk about, like, Trump or somebody like that. Like, But we try not to talk about that stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, what, I mean, right now, what's the Healthcare biggest... Healthcare is a human right. We all know that. <laughs> the biggest story right now in China is is Guangzhou and, and the black community being unfairly treated mm. I can help with that conversation how I can support yeah we, human don't, rights. we don't have any useful thing to say on that beyond like hey don't be racist yeah so uh, there's I don't no think reason... anyone listens to us who, who can affect <laughs> policy change right if I'm wrong tell me in the comments yeah, <laughs> yeah so our what we tend to focus in on are what is just living our our slightly askew lifestyle going on almost we're starting to creep towards 10 years here now so these everyday things in china in china alive ten, i'm almost <laughs> we're 10. almost 10 I'm years old <laughs> <laughs> um that we we just don't have this kind of excitement for um you know hey well I, i'm not interested in being a tour guide yeah and um that doesn't mean that there's not need for that because when we first moved here and when we were started looking on YouTube for things, it was just Serpent's Eye and like maybe a couple other people at, in 2010, mm -hmm. and there wasn't any information as that we had to look at blogs, and even a lot of those blogs were like kind of dated at that point. It was mm -hmm. a weird fallow point of, so there wasn't really that much information. Now there's plenty of information out there, and I think it's too a, much, almost too much information, <laughs> and I think it's a really great time 
for this little tiny community of China Vlogger to be to more some, diverse. Add some culture. Yeah, yeah. Have, have some culture, man. Some, have some art. Yeah. There's too, too few... Too, have some goofs. <laughs> there's not enough of that in the world in general. Yeah. And uh, now's a good time to just relax and maybe uh, kick back and have a few laughs with Emily and Peter. That's us. So what do we have on the, the, the agenda so today? So uh, today, for the first time, I went outside without my mask. I've taken my mask off outside when we were like in isolated areas, but today I actually forgot it. I was running, running downstairs to pick something up, and I, it wasn't until I was in the elevator that I was like, oh, oh no. <clears throat> and it's weird like that it wasn't weird, you know? Mm. In this new normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it is like... And in, in, in China, and myself personally, you do, you know, you wear a mask sometimes, even in normal times. Yeah. Um, you wear for, it for, for running. pollution, or, or if you have a cold, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, our, our area is particularly, in Sichuan, is, is a really wet, and in the wintertime, it's a cold wet, not a yeah, rainy wet. Yeah. It's just a wet dampness that just gets into your chest, and like, it just feels like you're on the verge of COVID at all points. Yeah. Like pneumonia is normal. So putting a mask over any other time has always been just yeah, a yeah. normal part of life. So it's usually even even in the normal times in my bag, but today I would just like blanked on it and then I was like, oh yeah, sometimes you don't have to wear a mask. Sometimes you don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> sometimes you don't live in a dystopian nightmare. Yeah. So there you go, America. Yeah. There's hope for you yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and more, for, more my, uh, a less didactic point is just like, you're going to make habits and break habits and, and that's how life works. The other, but speaking of habits, Ooh. in, you're while, becoming a nun. while we were quarantining, I am becoming a nun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we made a lot more, we used to eat a lot of takeout and then we like made all our food cause there was no takeout and now like we eat. A little bit of takeout but I did get back in the habit of using a real plate for everything and so I know small plate we don't I have know, big plates in China I know it makes more dishes but I, I realized I really can't stand eating out of plastic containers <laughs> I'm just too good for that at this point I, I had that same problem with cups I mean you, you mm. still are occasionally try to break out that big blue plastic cup that we have and I'm just like oh it's, it tastes terrible yeah, you no matter what you cup. put in it especially <laughs> hot water drinking yeah. tea out of plastic is oh yeah that's just not yeah. right and everything here is hot water so it's it's not fun so it doesn't taste good have a glass or a mug yeah god damn it I think that's why they invented China China yeah they're not the same words in Chinese yeah we also don't own any China in China yeah and Labor Day is coming up in China and many other parts of the world that recognize the labor movement and so they all have chosen the same day may 1st to be united which it feels weird to say like a holiday has been co coming up because i haven't i still won't be back to work by then i think after the holiday we are going to go back to work um, they, they've been threatening yeah yeah they have been threatening but yeah so that's we had some plans with someone and in china they do this weird thing every with every major holiday where they to make the holiday seem longer they will work like the sunday before or the saturday after so they can like stick another holiday day 
in the... It's kind of like when the, we, we put, like, Martin Luther King Day, we're like, eh, he seemed to be a pretty good guy. Let's throw him on a Tuesday. Yeah, except that you'd put him on a Monday, so yeah, right, have a three-day weekend. <laughs> That's the whole point, is, like, you're condensing... All right, yeah, he, he was on a off. Tuesday, we'll jump him back to yeah, Monday. Yeah, it's observed on Monday. Um, Thanks for everything, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's... I only know about it because we had plans with someone this Sunday who does have a job and does go to work and she was like, oh, we're going to work on Sunday. And that's the first time it occurred to me because that used to happen when we taught. I mean, it happens always. But you find out last minute and I thought we were, when it first happened, I thought we were finding out last minute because our school was disorganized. Hmm. And no, it's just because the government doesn't make a decision until like the last possible moment. Yeah, like when we uh, we spent our first year at least totally confused when our students would be like, yeah, so it's my birthday. You're like, what day? And they're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, well, what well day? that's a different... <laughs> <laughs> the government doesn't decide their birthdays. It's because the traditional Chinese calendar is different from the Western yeah. calendar. But it all co- coincides in this weird, like, it's kind of hard some days to yeah, even that, know what day it is. That we've we've never known what day it is. Yeah, so all once, you quarantine babies. Yeah, <laughs> once you throw quarantines on top of it, it's just like, I mean, even if you do have a nine to five, five day a week job, it, it's yeah. oftentimes like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but I do remember. And that's okay. Like when I was in in when I was a student in school. My, the, my favorite part of the beginning of the year was taking the school calendar and like circling all the days off and you just can't do that here because you won't know you won't right. know till it's <laughs> happening <laughs> yeah and yeah it, it definitely i would say i mean if they would, don't tell us we never told you th- anything about living in china but that's one of the biggest things i think a lot of people have when westerners moving here is that it's like impossible to make plans in the yeah. future and at some point you because think you get used to it but you never do future. <laughs> But you never do. Yeah. You do, like, just kind of adapt with it on a daily basis of, like, oh, well, I guess I'm not doing that today, so that's okay. Yeah, so China's made me a more confident, aggressive person and a more scattered human being. (laughs) So move to China. Do you want to play our game? What? Yeah, that's the one. It's It's our fun Chinese language game where we look at some sentences from actual lessons that I have taken and try to figure out who would actually need to say these things. Our theme this day, because we do more than one a week. So today's theme, let's put it that way. Today's theme is expressing your opinion, opinionated people. So here's our first one. I know a couple of those. Which is, I think the scenery was quite beautiful, like a nature film. The plot, however, was just average. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is a person who's just come back from Emishan or some other UNESCO-type beautiful place. A, a, the right? plot, the plot of their trip. The plot of their trip, right? <laughs> well, it's it's from a movie, from a movie discussion, discussing movies. Oh, so it, we really are talking about a movie. This is yeah, somebody yeah. being lyrical about their vacation. Well, I mean, I, I like that. I Me like too. <laughs> that's where I went. I thought that's what we were talking about. <laughs> this is a person who wears like lots of flowing robes and looks like Julianne Moore. Yeah, <laughs> and it came back like from a, a Tibetan mountain with like rows of beads. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, 
the was plot like a so nature film, but the plot was just average. They were very unsatisfied with their hotel and their their yeah. <laughs> their trip manager. They and and I in mine I would think that that would two be two stars. Yeah, that would be a person that would uh, be looking for some kind of like solitary solitude, some kind of like mm-hmm. peaceful place, so that like maybe a monk drove him in a Buick to a car to a, to the hotel or something like that, and they were yeah. just like, oh. I yeah, mean, yeah, they they didn't appreciate the Buick. They thought they should have ridden donkeys. Yeah, they went up to a mountain and they got like served crab rather than tofu yeah, turkey yeah, or they, something. Yeah, the authenticity was all off. Like tofu turkey as a as if that was <laughs> they're gonna re- recreate a bird in some kind of like monastery because we had tofu chicken. Yeah. Nearby up the, our local monastery mountain. Yeah. It's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. But that <laughs> they would let's try and do turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I like that. I like. All right, that. but so this is actually a movie, like like a book club or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people people who offer their opinions, like it was it was so good looking, like oh you know it wasn't that good then if that's like where you're starting. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're this person's like definitely a filmioso with like. Yeah, the cinematography was beautiful, but I, th- I think so. Mm. I think I guess so. You, to form a sentence like that, you need need some kind of snoot in the air kind of. I mean, like dismissing. I feel I feel like it's a dismissal to say, "Oh, it was like a nature film." If this mm. is a film with a plot, to call it a nature film, that's like, this is pretty snooty, mm. snooty. Patootie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what would be an American film that I could think of that like I don't know, like one of those like. Something that I didn't see. What was that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he gets eaten by a bear? Avatar. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix. Um, yeah. 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 Something where you're where you're just like oh, that was just those like long grizzly Adam scenes of yeah yeah mountains or I don't I don't watch those kind of movies so I don't know because yeah. I've been to those mountains and yeah. I don't care I wouldn't so I you, did enjoy the plot. You'd say <laughs> you'd say the plot was average and I've seen that I've seen those views before. Yeah, waterfalls. Psst. Yeah, I've been to them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is some kind of critic of life or specifically movies. I like the idea that it's possibly the person who wrote it for the textbook mm-hmm. is a, like a struggling film critic. <laughs> that is like sneaking that in there. Yeah, of like, yeah. I, my boss never gives me a chance to tell the world what I think about these newest <laughs> releases. Yeah. All right, what else we got then? Next. That was a quick one. Our living room is very large. Uh, well, that depends, first of all, right? Yeah. Depends on who you are. So I, I know who I see in my mind. Um, she's she's house she's house proud. Our mom is so house proud. <laughs> um, and she's she's uh she's British and and stands on form formalities. I don't know why she's British, but she is. I would say that I guess the British Brit- tend to live in very small, tight spaces. The housing. Has always kind of been that way, unless you're living in, you know, Downton Abbey or something. I mean, like, it's a very specific brag if you think about it. Mm. Our living room is very large. It is. I mean, I would consider our living room very large for us. That, that's. But like, when you would describe our apartment to someone, would you say that? As the first thing, all? no. Like, 
I would, I don't know, think of any, like it's on the 28th floor. We have a nice view. There's lots yeah. of sunlight. There's yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, we have When you're big... getting down to, and our living room is very large. Because what would you be using the living room for? I mean, if you have children and you have like Here's Here's chests. where. So it's not just a brag. It is like the Airbnb listing. If you're trying to attract a clientele who wants to throw parties in your house, which is maybe not the smartest thing to offer to your Airbnb guests, your Airbnb guests. Unless you're gonna like break out a table and like everyone's gonna like fold dumplings on yeah, Saturday yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is I, in I China. Think Where do, but, but, it's a real estate brag. It's not just. It's yeah. not just like. When people talk about their houses, that's not the thing they brag about. They're the size of their living room. I mean, the living room is always such a strange place, especially in America, because you've got your living room kind of became like your formal room pretty quickly. Yeah. Your living room is like America's big enough where I, and I'm not saying everyone in America is like yeah. this, but yeah. I never had like lots of extra spare rooms or whatever, but there's usually a TV room in the average American house. Right. Well, I brought up... And that's where everyone goes, but... Brits, but I don't think Brits say living room. Sitting room. S- sitting room. And and then, like, even even in America, you could have the den, the guest guest room. And, and cutting, the word they use, is, like, guest hall. Mm-hmm. It's more, more... So it's, like, the place where you would receive guests. That's what's making me think it's a Regency British woman. It's like... Mm-hmm. Bring bring your card around if, if we're if we're available. Yes, you and, can and come we, sit in our very large living room. And we can't stand around out here all day long. Go through to the sitting room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that's all that. So it's either, all that. <laughs> it's either someone in Regency Britain bragging, some kind of braggart. She would be the villain in a Jane Austen novel. Because there's a lot of rooms. I mean, if you've got or or a, a misguided Airbnb host. <laughs> If you've got um, a decent amount of money in China, mm-hmm. there are, and it's not just in houses, but it's in your businesses, it's in public buildings of having that large entry that's like mm. three stories high, kind of yeah, like, yeah. no one's, you you know, you, you need like three people to come in and stand on each other to clean this cobwebs out yeah. of the ceiling. <laughs> and they're wide and, and there's nothing in them usually because it's just, it's an entrance hall. Yeah. Um, and I w- I've noticed the people that have big apartments, um, not younger people, I guess, um, because their their stuff is a lot more Western, a lot mm-hmm. more modern couches, and mm-hmm. but a lot of the older homes that we've been in that have that huge thing, they turn into giant playrooms because there's a lot of people <laughs> living there. <laughs> so it's not. Yeah, like- it's a sign of wealth to ha- wealth to have a big useless space, but then in this China, your kid's gonna take over every available space. Right, it becomes like a couple of couches like sort of like shifted into an area, a TV a mile away, mm-hmm. and then just like this open space, like not even like a coffee table sometimes, just like a lot of, again, these are the, the, the friends that we've had. That, yeah, you know, yeah. But, so it's not everyone, but I, what I've seen from a lot of the older families is there's a lot of people living there, and then it just becomes like this big dancing playground for toddlers to, yeah. to mash about. <laughs> It's a mosh pit for babies. <laughs> All their little dances. Yeah. You got to practice them somewhere. I mean, you're teaching them at school, so they learn their dances and they got to get home. And we've we've seen a lot of them um, in in the the nightly COVID the, quarantine, yeah, the quarantine videos, videos that people send out home. for so you Learning can monitor their jumping. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all their living rooms. They're all pretty big. Yeah, or at least as big as ours, which has at yeah. least a nice. Runway. I mean, a lot of the, 
that I mean, just like track housing in America, like there's a a Chinese apartment. It looks like this. Mm. You put the couch here. You put the TV here. You've got a runway to hopefully some kind yeah. of outdoor small area to hang your clothes. But yeah. That's what we've done. That's what I mean. That's the only thing you can do with that space and the furniture we have. <laughs> <laughs> we got our our landlord's bike on there. Yeah. What do you think should be the biggest room? Because I feel like no one ever says my living room's so big. I feel like in America, the bragging thing is like, oh, and it has got such a big kitchen. It's an open kitchen. Yeah, that's what everyone with says. With an island. And I would like a big kitchen no matter what. Yeah. But in a fantasy world, it's the bathroom. You want a big bathroom. <laughs> Not just because you want like a giant toilet or anything like yeah. that, which would be funny. But or like multiple toilets. <laughs> just hundreds of toilets all over. It's a public bathroom. It's a bus <laughs> Yeah, like a bus station. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be the perfect thing. Yeah. No, but like um, so that you can, because any kind of like luxury apartment, villa, hotel that you go to, you've got the bathtub that's like on display and you got the yeah, shower. If with you a, have a big bathroom, I feel like it's so you can have a big bathtub. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, what what else would you put in there? A microwave? And then if, well, uh, I mean, lots of cabinet space. You want a mm-hmm. walk-in closet because you want lots of nice thick towels. And those mm-hmm. towels towels mm-hmm. take up a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Good terry cloth, good, mm-hmm. good scrunch in them. Um, you want a nice, like, his and hers or his and his or her and her uh, yeah. sinks. Nice big space for both people or three or four. And then who, yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to say that's very... Couplest of you. Yeah. <laughs> Thruples can thrive all they want in my apartment. Yeah. Oh, but that would make bathroom shopping a nightmare. Oh my god. Yeah. Then you would need the bus <laughs> bus depot toilets. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, that that seems to me like the biggest luxury. Because people aren't also usually, I mean, you don't invite people over to see your bathroom if you do. Well, because that's definitely a private space. The big living room and even the big kitchen part of that functionality is like, I like to have people sit with me while I cook. Yeah, so you're basically saying like, this is the one space in the world that is so big and it's absolutely for me. No one is allowed. I'm not into entertaining. I'm into me time. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the top of luxury. And if I could, if I... Now that I think about it, if I could fit a gazebo in a bathroom. In the bathroom. That would be. Like on the deck outside? Oh, well, that's, that's have, even better. Have you made your, this is a bathroom, that's just an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I could have a small room inside my bathroom to go get away <laughs> from like it all. like a bed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so that's probably none of that's going to happen. So let's move on to the. Okay. Our next. What? Our next one is Beijing Xianzai Fei Chang Lung. Which means Beijing right now is extremely cold. You should wear more clothes. Mm, all right. This I feel There's like a- through education, I know a lot about the weather in Beijing without ever having been there. That's yeah. always the example. Yeah. You see, I mean, as if Beijing is probably not hard enough. We've never been to it. We've only been to the airport. But- yeah. And I'd like to go visit someday. Yeah. I'm as certainly to compare between New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to compare the big cities. <laughs> and um, Well, then this is a good sentence for you. Beijing is extremely cold. Yeah. And, New and York is also cold. Also very cold. So like when you do say like, well, it's, it's a tough city to deal with, mm-hmm. you're going to throw in the weather to be like, oh, in those winters. I mean, Boston is a bitch of a city, but 
Mm. I mean, in the wintertime. It's very cold. Yeah. It's significantly cold. Yeah. And that really kind of, I, I guess, from a sociological point of view, paints the kind of person that lives there or thrives there or mm. dies there mm. or like mm. however you exist in that so situation. So this is, this is a hard-bitten Beijing resident just like warning you, Beijing yeah. is extremely cold. If they were Wear inviting you clothes. over to see their big living room yeah. in Beijing. <laughs> Well, we don't put on, we don't turn the heat on. No, Beijing's allowed to have heat. So yeah. they, they could, we'll turn the heat on in that our would be, large living room. Having never been up north China in the wintertime, mm-hmm. like I really wonder like what it is inside. Is it like, like in our dorms or even in New York City that, that the heat is just always on and like it's freezing. They have to open the window up to Yeah, like, like cool it off. seems like the, like worse almost than air conditioning in the summertime and leaving yeah. windows yeah. open or doors open to your stores or something like it's all bad, but there's something crazy about like sitting at your desk in an office or on your couch yeah. and you're just like sweating. You're like, what am I doing? You open up the window. It's... Yeah, no, my apartment on the Upper East Side, it was a radiator heat, so I, d- I couldn't control it. So I just had to open the window. Yeah. Like I know I never had that until like going away to college mm-hmm. and because the dorms are, you can't trust those kids with <laughs> knobs, <laughs> but uh So that was the first time, like, ever away from home where you actually have a space that isn't, like, you know, your parents, like, yeah, the saying that, like, turn it down. I have to pay for that. Like, no one's paying for this. Well, your parents are still paying for it. (laughs) But they don't know about how much heat is blasting out. So, yeah, yeah, you open up your dorm window and you're just all hanging out going, like, it's so hot in here. We're dying. Oh, we're poor children. (laughs) But the wear more clothes thing, that's, that is actually... It'll be if it's in your lesson, that lesson knows what it's talking about because people are constantly telling us to wear more clothes. And it is even down here in the south. As and a, there isn't heaters. As a cultural thing, like it really rubbed me the wrong way the first couple times we heard it. Was not like, the warm way. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't might not make me feel warm. Um and it would be kids too. Children would tell us, wear more clothes. Yeah. But it's because it's like an expression of love. Like that's a part of the Chinese culture. This is maybe changing with the younger people, but like they don't tell each other they love each other, but they do like t- give each other unsolicited advice about how to take care of their bodies. And that's yeah. like, that's expressing. Yeah, it's so weird so, for like your your. Like, this is a repressed Beijinger. Your, your teenage, who loves you. <laughs> your teenage students to be telling you like, you should eat more, and and wear more coats. Like, ah, I'm your teacher. What, yeah, what I'm you a foreign, not an idiot. But then they go and they tell like their friends. So you're sitting yeah, with them at yeah, lunch, yeah. and they're like, they tell their friend, and you're like, oh, that's sweet. How do these kids even get by without each other? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you need to just be ordered around for everything, right? No, it's an expression of care. Um, so yeah, this is this is a hard bitten Beijinger right. living through the cold. Right. Who cares for you deeply, but will never say it. Yeah. Would, oh. I mean. Oh, I'm I want to watch this. Yeah, movie. I don't know much about the Beijingers of like what. I mean, I kind of imagine like a New Yorker gruffness about any mm. kind of city folk in general. Yeah. Um, but New York does have that grit of like. Maybe not right now, but yeah. <laughs> but that, like, we know we'll take care of each other. Yeah, we're well, all taking care of each other just from inside. The Stay one, inside. Yeah, the ones that are staying inside. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that are wandering Wear around. Wear more clothes. Up there. Stay inside. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's exactly what New York and America needs right now. A, a whole bunch of Chinese children students <laughs> <laughs> telling them, "God damn it, get back inside and yeah. put your mask in your." Yeah, coat. that's that's the new. I cannot say I love you, so I only stay say stay inside. Yeah, we're also not advocating that like every country and every household gets their own Chinese child. That doesn't sound right either. So. Strike that. <laughs> I want to know the sign-up process for that on both ends. I would like to be your Chinese child. Please. It could, it could be a nice program if anyone... I heard you eat hamburgers. Both the UN and the CCP just cut that whole part out. We weren't able to... Uh, air what we were talking about the rest of that information it's censorship of our very legitimate exchange program they don't want don't you to know even about talk it. about it anymore we need okay. to move on to let's the next subject on. let's move on i hear helicopters <laughs> um which is he very enthusiastically helped me okay here's here's the scenario i see we're at a shoe store and a woman is, or a man, the, a customer has, has made their purchase and before they leave, the manager pulls them aside. How did, how did he do? Was he, you know, was he thorough? Was he, how, we're keeping an eye on him. He's a new hire. And she says, well, he very enthusiastically helped me. I feel like this is a praise without praise kind of thing. Like she's, she wants yeah. to say something nice. Maybe the, the clerk brought her out the wrong pair of shoes five times, never found the right size, and she actually had to go in the back herself and get the right shoes. But he was just so nice about it. She's not going to say anything that would get him fired. So she's she's gracious and understanding. and Yeah, yeah. She doesn't really want a hard time. And um, perhaps maybe... If this is a small town, yeah, that's maybe. another. Like, no one ever wants to be like, well, they really could have done better. And maybe she knows, like, the family too. So yeah, yeah. You don't want to get him fired because because Edith will like be upset with you. She'll be like, You're yeah. the one who got him fired. Yeah. Well, that kid is a shit, anyways. I'm, I'm, yeah, because this is. This could start a whole thing all around town. And maybe the manager's like a hard ass, like mm. one little, he's just looking for one little screw up to fire. I mean, I've been looking, Derek has been a pain in my side since yeah, day one. Yeah, I'm not going to be the one who, gives, I like Derek. I, he's very enthusiastic. He cuts my grass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. enthusiastically. <laughs> I have to go back and fix it afterwards. Yeah, he's not that bright is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Derek. <laughs> oh, we painted a bad picture for Derek. Well, but no one really. I mean, there are people like that. Yeah, but no one wishes him ill. Yeah, because he's so enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, great! I'll go back and do it afterwards correctly. Yeah, but Derek. he's just like he's he's nice to have in your life, so you take you tolerate it. Well, you, uh, you clean up his messes afterwards. Right. You're gonna have to get him. You're gonna have to pull a few strings to get him into college. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to like. Probably he's gonna live at home for a little while afterwards. He's maybe gonna work for Dad's company. Yeah. Maybe it was Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did maybe he this do? is Dad's company? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shoe store. We had, we started him off in accounting, and he was just messing too much stuff up. Now he's he's the shoe clerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I I feel like that's the positive take on it. Is is you're trying to? <laughs> it's really not that positive a take. You're trying to like. Because I, I feel in service situations, I, 
I worked in retail. It sucks. Yeah. I never ever, unless you've done something terribly egregious, I would never ever give feedback that was anything less than positive. Even if it had to be like, oh, he was very enthusiastic. But I've seen lots of people though that wanted to come up with all kinds of, I mean, I've worked in a bunch oh, of retail Oh yeah, there's shops complainers that, out there. I'm yeah. just saying for me, I would never complain about service I got unless it was like actively hostile. I, that's one of the only reasons why I ever, I don't know, tolerated. You have to tolerate tipping in America because mm. it's there. Yeah. Um, it, the only times that it ever made me think that like, well, this isn't such a bad system is if somebody is like a complete dick and you're just <laughs> like, you walk out. And if they're like, hey, what about my tip? You're like, well, you're an ass. Yeah. <laughs> but like in it's very a... very Larry David yeah, like, you. <laughs> pretty, pretty assy. <laughs> but why, yeah, I, I don't like to be in those situ situations. So like, even if like it was just kind of average, you know, the fries were cold or whatever, like, eh, yeah. I, I probably chose a shitty restaurant anyways to be in. So it's my well, fault and for going I there. I feel like the economy I don't economies, expect much out of anybody. Is the the economies of management versus the ground level employees like a small thing can like mean someone gets fired and i don't i don't want to be that person i want everyone yeah. to have their job yeah unless i said like they're actively hostile to me oh, and then guy. like i'm not gonna complain because i'm scared <laughs> there's one guy i can think of that i don't want to have a job yeah but we don't talk about politics. But we don't talk about politics. <laughs> he doesn't really have a job. Um, or if he was a shoe still, he he's the original Derek. Yeah, I guess that 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 tactic you, of mollification <laughs> can have disastrous results. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he should have so got maybe, fired. Maybe this we is... shouldn't use this phrase. Yeah, whoever well, this person is, they should have complained and got him fired. Said, they should have said a real critique. Because um, the other thing is, like, enthusiastic service also sounds like it could be creepy. Could be. Well, he was really enthusiastic. Or just annoying. Like, there's definitely... Yeah, it would I've be had annoying. <laughs> that, you, they, that I've seen, like, anytime I ever went to help somebody, I would, like, get in there, get it over with, and you get out and you're like, well, if you need any more help, well, let me know. But like a like a car salesman, like you, mm. somebody that's making yeah, a big yeah, sale yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. hang out a lot. But like if you're buying socks and somebody's like, so, uh, how's your uh, feet? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 could you move along, please? If sir? you've if you've broken down on the side of the road and you need to change your tire and someone stops to help you and they're like, oh boy. Like, yeah. Okay, I just need to get where I'm going. Can we do this without right. without the enthusiasm, please? Right. <laughs> I've like, been waiting to change a tire since I took that tire changing class. Yeah, I've been waiting to get my cup of coffee. So let's go. Yeah. Let's go here. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm with you with it. So, that. Just don't be an ass in a store and uh, be be nice to people. And don't vote for terrible people. Uh, yeah. Don't vote the, for Derek. If the thing that comes up is enthusiasm. You've, you've taken a wrong turn. <laughs> I guess Trump's never really had any enthusiasm about anything except for well, just himself. being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. But let's go on to the last one. Okay. Which is 
can you not be so cliche and be a little more creative? Oh, see, now I like that. This, to me, speaks of ad, ad agency. <laughs> I feel like that's how the... people talk to each other in an ad agency. Can, uh, we're looking for something a little more out of the box. Yeah, yeah. Something a little push yeah. in an envelope, maybe. This is a table full of sycophants. <laughs> well, it's a table full of sycophants because that's who you hired. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, there's really... Because in a real creative situation, sorry, advertisers, that's not how you t speak to someone to get their best work out of them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a... Could you not... Could you not be so cliche? It's a namby-pamby speak. Like... Yeah. You, you, you get more respect out of a situation of like, well, that idea's shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, thanks. I mean... I mean, you know. <laughs> well, you painted this very enthusiastically, but could you not be so cliche? <laughs> right. Of course, if you go the other, go the, that idea is shit. Mm. These days, you're going to end up with like, well, I'm going to call HR now, so. Well, I don't respond well to that kind of criticism, I would say. Yeah, me neither. So, um. to be fair, either way sucks. Yeah, um, but that's what makes me think ad agency. Yeah, it's it's that you probably hired people that have this kind of situation embedded in them of like, okay. And no one's heart is really in what they're doing. Yeah. It's not like, I made this with all my love and not for money. I just, I made this. What do you think of it? I'm, but I worry about that though, because I think a lot of advertising, just like influencers and like real, mm. real shills mm -hmm. that will just... I mean, they have to love what they do to some extent. I mean, even if they just love the thrill, the thrill of the shill, the, <laughs> the thrill of, of actually just, just, just making a deal and, and pawning off some garbage. Yeah. Like, but I, I think a lot of those people do true. believe, like these Taco Bell executives or something. Yeah. Like, this is the Cholupa Three. Yeah. You're like, I'm really behind that three. That really pushed things to another level. When I worked at the paper, and like PRs would send me releases all the time, like. Yeah, I think they were like this new. I don't. I can't even think of a product. This new product is a thing, yeah, <laughs> and I, like I, I, they would have had to think that we we, we have to sell a thing. Yeah, and the thing yeah. about this, yeah, it's like you know, it's a, it stick a poochie on there yeah. or some kind of like fancy neon glowing double cheese extra. I mean, gum it was a little sneaker. more understandable for me personally of like. The PRs who worked in music or like who worked for the museums that I worked with because mm. it was like they I they said and I would believe them that they wouldn't take on a client that they didn't actually like themselves or like if you work for a museum you're, mm. you're not gonna like the Metropolitan Museum of Art get out of here yeah I, museum people are, are a little bit better it's what, a little separate but I mean it's still they'd still have to use like marketing speak and I, but I do feel the those people that I have come in contact with, it is a little heart more heartbreaking to see them like have to sell like uh, we're we're having a banquet because like the museum isn't actually like doing that well, so we're gonna have to like you know have <laughs> some kind of like you know a, there's a no funding voting for the arts. voting registration or something like that's yeah. gonna be held on the third floor. Yeah. So but that's gonna bring in like a lot of sandwich money or <laughs> that, museums that's, after that sandwich money. <laughs> that's a that's a, a little. Depressing, yeah. but that when when you look at like music stuff with like record companies and stuff, mm. the, the the crap that they ply out to get not even just yeah. you know Britney Spears or whoever, but Here, like here's the next Bob Dylan. Oh really? Yeah. You think it, so? Is it really? I don't think so. But oh, but you do think so. 
Yeah. Could you be a little more creative, please? <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, noodles to you. Thank <laughs> you.